Live. Press record. I did. Yeah. This is a sick new beat. It's new, right? I wonder who made it. episode number 48 and it just wouldn't be right if i didn't say the eagles legend wes hopkins should have won the jersey tonight i know man what's your problem what's wrong with you what's your problem boy what you uh brandon casey here with you as always and with me as always is our Philadelphia Sports and Technology Jedi Master, Mr. Michael W. Parks Jr., a.k.a. Blanco. No sound effects today. I'm looking for the rant. <laughs> oh, God damn. Not for the intro, at least. I'm trying to get that rant up. That was a great pause. Yeah, we got our... You, it was. You have the timing down. Thank you. I was waiting for my haircut. Uh, <laughs> sound drop there, but I didn't get it. We got no, our using Cyclopedia, Mr. Stop Michael with Grella. these professional-ass intros, bro. They're the best intros, and I promise you I will get better. With the sound effects, yeah. I promise. No way. You're better than a certain intro. Okay, I promise you I'll be better one week, but I can't promise our the content down. <laughs> yes. It's like Borat. Pause not. Oh, shit. <laughs> and we got my main man, Mr. On Demand, Dan, in the house. Look like, Dan, a, like a, a little hat, dude. setting there. Daniel. That's a Damn, sick hat. Damn, Daniel. Yeah. Damn, Daniel. And 
I gotta install have... Twitter on this phone again. <laughs> I'll get there. Don't worry. And we have our editor in chief, my nephew, the fifth man of the year, and the man who's currently taking over A2D Radio's <laughs> brain space. <laughs> he's just he just he just set up shop and <laughs> living in there. He's he's. He's living there rent free. Palumbo one, Palumbo. A2D fans zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been one week since uh, the NFL draft for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we were all here last week at this time. Oh, thanks. Sorry. I'm just uh, getting a grilled cheese here. Well, it's um, with my soup. Full service. With my soup. Uh, yeah. Greatest wife ever. It's a dinner of champions. Um, it is, man. So it's been a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. So it might be like a 10 minute uh, pause where I just don't say anything. You guys got to take over because this looks too delicious to sit here and get cold. 10 minutes for a grilled cheese sandwich. Those are rookie numbers. Pump that numbers up. Such a shame. Do you see the size of the bowl of soup that I have here? Oh, yeah, you're right. Savor every fucking bowl. That that, that must be the hottest bowl of soup ever because (laughs) it's the I literally boiled boiled water for this hot toddy around the same time, and the steam stopped in my hot toddy. And his steam is still going. So that that soup is piping. That soup is piping. It's piping. It's piping. You gotta dip that grilled uh, cheese in the soup like Joey Chestnut would dip a hot dog in water and then just. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's right down. Four seconds tops. <laughs> yeah. I had a God. soup and grilled cheese uh, yesterday for lunch. I'm probably gonna do it again tomorrow. Nice. I might, I don't know. Gotta got do the brothy soup when you're not feeling too well. So I, I have to stick with that. But I love me some tomato soup on a grilled cheese. Oh, oh yeah. You sick? Yeah, that's why I'm drinking hot toddies tonight. Uh, hot toddies. Got some nice, nice, fine, straight Kentucky rye. Oh, yeah. Pour in there. That's how you do it. God damn. Do it it's, right. It's, right? Just... it's decongesting me as we speak. Yeah, I bet it is. You'll probably be <laughs> better before the stuff. show is over. <laughs> hot toddy and a Mucinex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Not, not better. Not, I'm going to take a heavy yeah. Mucinex. Oh. Uh, Hot toddy and Mucinex, and I'll see you Tuesday. Put <laughs> <laughs> some, some Robitussin in there. Or if you drink like we were last week, you'd probably not feel anything. Oh, yeah. You're all dead. For, for a couple days, and then forget anything that happened. I normally have yeah. a pretty, like, I have a pretty strict no hangovers on a work day, but, oh, boy, I was, I was hurting. I was hurting. Me too. I actually, you know what? I coasted out of the hurt pretty well because Friday we did the show. We kind of did a show again, and I started drinking again. Same here. But like, yeah. I drank light on the Friday, so yeah. like it kind of helped me just like level down from the hurt. You know what I mean? Some air of the dog. And Saturday I was. You fine. have to. So, you know. Yeah. I'll be right back. Got a gracefully, Uh-oh. you know, got to gracefully land, you know, coming in for a landing partner on these hangovers. Yeah. Hang on, Alan. We're coming in for a landing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I found the rant. Are we ready to start with this rant since Sean has exited? Well, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Perfect timing for him not to be here. So I mean, this is, should I leave it in? So, 
Yeah, away from the comeback. So when Sean comes back, we're going to replay Sean's rant last week from our live draft show where his live reaction to the drafting of Devontae Smith, which the Eagles traded up with the Dallas Cowboys at number two, which basically they fucked the Giants. So that's kind of like cool, though. So fuck the Giants. But uh, a lot of people in Philadelphia, we're going to say 99% of the people in Philadelphia were very <laughs> happy about the move. You actually got a wide receiver. He was from the SEC. He won the Heisman Trophy. We actually drafted somebody that we were like, wow, we know the name of this guy. <laughs> and we were all in favor of it. I mean, especially me. Uh, Dan and I actually were 100% on board. Uh, if you didn't know from their reaction last week, uh, Mike and Blanco, you guys were both on board as well. Maybe not as ecstatic as we were. Mike was eating popcorn and uh, <laughs> Blanco was still trying to wrap his mind around because I kept saying to you last week, I was like, oh, Cowboys looking to trade. Well, the Cowboys are trading. They traded with the Eagles. And you're like, with who? The Eagles? The birds? Yeah, the, yeah that's right. That's I why like, I was like, who? Was, that's why I had that face. Like, like, wait, yes. wait, wait, who? The Four birds? Times. And our Eagles, the Boston College Eagles, so the Boston College Eagles, Eastern University Eagles. Was it the band? Uh, Shout out to them. But um, (laughs) yeah, we were all pretty excited about that. And Sean, we're gonna say not so much. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's. uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just put a quick math question out here. I don't think it's ninety nine percent of the population of philadelphia i mean the population of philadelphia alone is 1.5 million right so one percent of 1.5 million would be about fifteen thousand people i don't think there's fifteen thousand people in this city that are unhappy with this (laughs) i think it's like 99.99 percent are happy with it so I wonder yeah, what let's one see, let's see the percentage of one out of 1.5 million. Ready? Let's see. You one divided by one million five hundred seventy-nine thousand. <laughs> wow, the number can't even Is? be read by a calculator. <laughs> okay, it, no. it just you 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 hit the equal you hit the equals button and just a picture of Sean came up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there he is. Hey, there he is, man. So we're going to play Sean's. are hilarious. The what? Oh, the two pictures? They're so good. I'm just getting caught up on all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yo, that was funny. I just, I was just playing around with this two in the app. Brennan's looks like he's one of Lord Farquaad's, like, knights. Yeah, that was a great cheese pool, though. Sorry to cut you off, Mark. That shit got my mouth watering, bro. That looked like a commercial. (laughs) Blanca looks like Hodor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, I don't have a hat on. Too. <laughs> they just gave me some random hair. I have a mild like... grievance with uh, me just yeah. having a mustache. Yo. Just pure <laughs> pedophile. Yo, it's so funny. We look Wait, straight out of Pixar, you... bro. It's hilarious. <laughs> Blanco, you don't have a beard? I know. I took my beard off. <laughs> took our beards away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan's just no, you have one. You have one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> Brendan. Yeah, Brendan has the That's beard. That's me. Blanco, you don't. Is, it, is it the only one that had the beard, Sean? Sean <laughs> yo, Sean's, yo, Sean's yeah. is great, yo. It looks Sean, like you're, you're so serious. good, dude. It's, serious. It, you're We're so serious, mad. Yes, yeah. I think Dan's good. That, That's just, Dan's is oh, fucking hilarious, bro. Dan's is goddamn Dan, hilarious. Look, I love it. 
they gave him like they gave him like that that <laughs> that northeast Philly haircut Dan. too. That, that no, northeast Dan, Philly look, monk haircut. You look like <laughs> you look like, like a monk. monk. Yeah, you, you you look like Friar Tuck. Buying <laughs> <laughs> like Irving. Thanks. Tune me. Yeah, giving me know. hair when I give me a hair when I have a hat on. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I just got caught up on that and I had to. <laughs> that was hilarious. All right, Brandon, go ahead and uh, talk about what we're going to play right now. So now we're going to play the immediate reaction of Mr. Sean Palumbo's. Well, how can we put this? Uh, colorful uh, input on the Eagles drafting of Devontae Smith at number 10 after we traded up. Get the Monte. Did we post that to our Instagram at all or 10. no? I'm so happy that Gammy doesn't have Instagram. No, but we should. Yeah, we should. We definitely should. It's got to go on our story. It's got to go on a post. Just to, we might do it like once a week just to remind people. Times time story about until until either we win a Super Bowl off of the hands of Devonte Smith or Devonte Smith flunks out of Philadelphia. And, and whichever Jim. happens first. All right, you ready? Yeah, here we go. All right, here's Sean's uh, initial knee-jerk reaction to the Eagles draft. It's okay. Smith. We finally got a, a wide receiver. Yeah, we got one last year, too. We got an undersized speed receiver. Wow. Great. Last year we did. Jalen Jalen Rager, Rager was an undersized speed wide receiver last yeah, year. and now we have two. Great. Congratulations, Eagles. Great yeah. fucking job. And we gave our rival a third-round fucking here. pick that we need to rebuild. This entire organization from the top down is a fucking disaster. It's a disgrace. At least we didn't give it our second. Person who's more, more than a college football where he has any fucking idea on what to look for in a fucking in a fucking team. Year after year after year, we fucking miss and miss. And this is going to be any fucking different by drafting a kid who weighs as much as Mickey did in fucking high school? You can kiss my fucking <laughs> This guy's like people know who Mickey scrub, is. And he's gonna get bullied at the fucking line like the you little fucking do. boy he is. And we're just sitting there and how he's gonna tell us about all his fucking intangibles just, yeah. and Syria how fucking competitive he is and how it was nineteen fucking games of rock, paper, scissors until he finally there fucking throw him across the room. I'm about to throw a beat on this. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hold on, we need to hold on, Sean. We need a beat on at least, this. At least he's SEC. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Like I didn't uh, actually watch watch this until Brandon cut it and and showed it. So I was cracking the fuck up because I remember I missed it. I, I think I was going to the bathroom or something, and I just see I just walk up right at the end, and I'm just like I walk in like yo, what did I miss? Holy shit! I'm like excited, dude. You were fucking going off. I heard you from the bathroom, but I didn't. I don't know. Exactly for what for anybody saying. that's watching, that um, sometimes I forget that I'm not just talking to the five of us and we're actually doing a show, not just bullshitting about sports on Facetime. Um, Mickey mm-hmm. is a uh, uh, my childhood best friend that is uh, was notoriously scrawny for a majority of our life and is <laughs> definitely weighed more than Devonte Smith by his <laughs> freshman year. <laughs> <initiative>. <laughs> All right, so... And that's what makes the show great, because we're just talking shit. Yeah. So, Sean, we'll start with you. So, after you've had a week to digest this and think about it and everything, overall, what would be your final grade for the Eagles draft? 
You don't have Finish to go, like person by person or that like that. Like you know, A plus obviously being the best, F being obviously the worst. C plus. C plus B minus. Um we got talent. Wow. I would, that was that's better than I expect you would say. That's I, better than I expect you would say. See, this is the whole thing is that I'm trying to <laughs> You're like a double D negative. I'm trying to judge it from uh, the aspect of we are a rebuilding team. And, um, you know, all things considered right now, you know, we don't know anything about these guys' future. It projects, I mean, to be honest, it projects pretty piss poor, but just based on talent alone, I'm going to give it a, a C plus, B minus. You know, Dickerson can be a really good player if he stays healthy. Um Williams can be a really good player. He has all the athletic intangibles. He can play all four spots across the line if he can, you know, uh, harness his technique. Um, the fourth round pick, McPherson, I, I mean, I didn't even bother scouting him. He was every – the way I, I try to scout players is I'll go through any game tape that I can find, any highlight reels that I can find, and then I use, you know, a couple of different websites for, for various scouting reports on the guys, and I kind of compile what I see. Um, and most of the places that I looked outside of Pro Football Focus, who also had Eric Rowe as a top five fucking corner, we see how well that worked out. Um, he was consistently ranked, like, in the 20s. So I think that was a huge reach, and that was just how we not knowing what the fuck he's doing, but knowing that somebody's going to try to chop his head off if he doesn't take a cornerback. Uh, the, you know, the rest of day three was solid. Um, I like the players. I just don't necessarily like the picks. There was bigger needs that we could have filled with comparable talent on the board. So on so talent, you're saying like day three was it? Were they reaches, or were they just not necessarily what we? was a, a spot of need see day three is day three in general is hard i, I mean the fourth round you you want to get a player you're not just going in there on a crapshoot um but fifth sixth and seventh i mean you're just picking athletes who you think will fill in who will just uh, fill into your system well so uh, it's really day three is the hardest day to judge overall um but day one i think my reaction speaks for itself um, and that's partly, <laughs> I think that's partly because of, you know, us giving up a, a top 100 pick to make that happen, especially when we already have allocated a first and a second round pick, a first, a second, a first and a first in three years. And we've missed on the first two. So it never happened. I don't have a lot of faith. Um, it's, per- it's pronounced Zach. Okay. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> I was going to ask that. What is that name? Yes. Is so Zitch I Zick. Zick, but it's pronounced Zach. 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 <laughs> yeah. Not that but uh, uh yeah, I, I, I agree, Sean. I, I give him a C. Um with the possibility of going up to a B if uh, the Landon Dickerson pick and the Milton Williams picks eventually pan out. Because right. Landon Dickerson. I mean, the only I give, yeah, he's super talented, but it's all the ifs. I mean, my whole thing going into this draft was. Hey, right, Finelli underscore seven where, wants to know if he can join. Nichols can join, yeah. Where, uh, tell, yeah, does he know he how to He just, uh, they just, uh, he need, yeah, he's, I think he sure he's got a house party. 
He, we talked uh, about we're not the, locked, yeah, the, the Mac, the Mac MVP, the 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 conference player of the year. Yep, Nicholas Finelli. Nicholas Finelli. What a guy. They 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 lost yesterday, unfortunately, so they were eliminated. Sorry, Kyle is Van Wilder, and he'll be back, and then all three Finellis will be playing on the same team at the same time in college. Nice. Kyle is Van Wilder. Possible. <laughs> is the room locked or unlocked? It's unlocked. Nicholas, if you had, go on your house party and find us. That's how you get on, buddy. So I think he could join where, like, any 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 one of us, he could probably join and it'll come yeah. on. Right? As long as he's friends with one of us, uh, I'm pretty sure he can join, I think. Gotcha. I but, Sean, anyway, getting back to that, I don't think that I can give him any more than a C because we went into this draft knowing that we had to hit and – we had to – I feel like you got to come out – like right now, how many starters do we have day one after this draft? One. One. You got Smith starting. That's it. And Dickens honestly, is not starting. Devontae no, Smith. Williams is – Yeah, he's a project. He's a depth guy right now that could be so, a, a and, long-term and, projection. And everybody else is. So it's just like I can't give them any more than a C. I, I can't even give them a C-plus because – you had more picks in the entire NFL draft than any other team. You had 11, and then you eventually got 12. You're in a rebuilding year. You know, guys are getting older, and I know you want to, like, build up. But first, second, and sometimes third round, you're drafting guys that have got to be on the field day one starting, mm-hmm. correct? Those, I mean, and you're-, you're coming away. You're literally coming away with one. So you took – a, you took an a, a Sidney Jones center in the second round with your first pick. I'm Michael Jordan. If you really think about it, yeah. the, our first our one starter was a one for two because we gave up another top 100 pick to secure him. And Devontae yeah. Smith is going to be a situational player unless he can gain weight. Because as I said, you know, to you guys and in my argument with Homeboy from A2D. He's a complete liability in run blocking, and he's not going to be able when they when defenses put the clamps on in the red zone. Speaking of to day, I have those comments. Yeah, he's super agile, but he's you know he's 165 pounds. He's not like an exceptional jumper. Yeah. Um, Hey, there it goes. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good man. You come and talk about uh, your Steelers running back. Yeah, I was gonna say Najee Harris. Great pick. It is a good pick. Yeah, man. Now Ben can get a couple more years. He's a beast, dude. And the ball off to him a couple more times. Yeah, that's that's all he needs to do. He's a beast, man. You know what's funny? I actually think um, when I was doing my scouting reports, I think I comped him to Le'Veon Bell. So there you go. I did see something. He said that he'll do everything better than maybe on Bell did. He said, "So we'll see." But well, he's got a he's got a good pedigree, man. I mean, he started Alabama. Yeah, exactly. Ain't that the truth? And then we got that tight end from Penn State. Yeah, fire. Yeah, I think that would be good. So that was definitely a good pick, too. The whole AFC North had had great drafts. The AFC North won the won the draft. Honestly, the Ravens had a great draft. The Steelers had a great draft. Browns had a great draft. That's true. That's true. So Nicholas, how how, how what, what grade would you give the Steelers if for their draft, like an A to an? I would I would say probably a solid B plus. I would say 
an optimist. Yeah. What about you guys? Stop <laughs> bragging. Stop <laughs> bragging. Eagles. They only probably had like four picks, so and they didn't really some some positions they probably didn't really need a need for, so Mm-hmm. That's why you're probably getting yeah. a good B plus out of it. They Not got, a, they got a couple new, looking at the, uh, a couple the new TikTok stars. They got the early power rankings have the Pittsburgh Steelers as the number eleventh, the eleventh ranked overall. Really, really team. What are they? What are they? Yeah. Nichols is like that's too low. No. Yeah, is that for the draft <laughs> or for the season coming up? No, uh, post draft. Honestly, I think I feel like that kind of is too low. I can't think of ten better teams than the Steelers. I think they're like top eight. Uh, the Browns. <laughs> Dallas is Dallas is ranked twenty first. The Giants are ranked twenty second. The Washington football team is ranked twenty fourth, and the Eagles are ranked twenty fifth, last in the NFC East. Right in a row. That's twenty five. Twenty five out of thirty two teams. I think. Well. That's low on Washington too. Uh, I think between Fitzpatrick, they had a, they had a uh, what you would call it, they added a couple good free agents. I think that that's a little low for Washington. I think this is Washington's divisional lose. I think the likeliness of us having another NFC least year like last year, two years in a row, I think that's just how they're nah, likely dude, it, anyway. It's da- it's Dallas's year, man. It's their it's their year. Super, Super Bowl. Defense, what are you, man? Dallas? I mean, I just I think like all three of them. <laughs> I think all three of them are definitely going to be better than they – even the Eagles are going to be better than what they were last year. I think all four teams are going to be improved from last year. I don't know how much improved, but it's not going to be like, you know, six wins can win a division this year. I just don't oh, see think, that happening. I think eight and nine wins this division. I got to be honest. I think eight and nine wins this division. It's so weird to well, say. Well, it's better than last year. Yeah. Well, I said an improvement. I didn't say how much improvement. <laughs> I can't lie, though, man. I I can honestly see our best playoff team. I mean, our best team in our division being like a fourth place team in the AFC North. We're in a couple of divisions, honestly. NFC yeah, West and the AFC back. North. I, I really cool. I think yeah. Eagles suck. NFC South. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that. Like, I think it's going to be bad. Who the fuck? Who the fuck let this guy in the podcast? Who the fuck let you in here? Yeah, it must be my allergies. Feel <laughs> a little woozy here. You got any? Do you have any early? Woozy, you have any man. early predictions for for a win total, Nicholas? For the Steelers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I I think that this is gonna be Big Ben's last year, so I think they're gonna go uh, pretty well. Oh, so they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, it's it's going to be rigged. <laughs> it's, already, it's already rigged. It's already done. It's already in the books. What's the, who did the Ravens just get? Uh, Villanovi or whatever the hell his name yeah. is? Villanueva. Villanueva. Yeah. Yeah. Former yeah. Eagles yeah, defensive end yeah. turned Pro Bowl yeah. left tackle. Yeah. Wait, the Ravens got him? Yeah. 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 Wasn't he on Pittsburgh for a while? Yeah. yeah. He was on our team for a while. I just know him from the. Uh, yeah, I remember we, we just team. like let him go, and then he's just like an all star on uh, yeah, the Navy years. Navy Credit Union or something. Yeah. That, that commercial. Yeah. Great, we'll rate you again on time. Go to the general, save some time. Parker, uh, you got the general, don't you? I do. I do. Does Shaquille O'Neal come over and he sends me messages? <laughs> About my rates, every so every few days. Shaquille O'Neal does yeah. personally. It's like a little, it's like a little pop up. It's like, 
Hey, fam. I'm Shaquille O'Neal. You're saving this much money with the general. You guys hey. going to be big Ben's last year? Or? I give him two. I think he got two more. In you think? Two more. Yeah. Right, everyone's I looking at Brady. Uh, like, you can't go out did... like that. Brady, you Were you know, guys drafted? Um, everyone looks like a bitch compared uh, to Brady. Kyle Trask? So. Did you guys draft a quarterback from Florida? No. no. Trask went to a... Why did, why, why did we not draft? Oh, he, he gone. Uh-oh. He gone? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah, you're back. I think little Kyle is trying to FaceTime me. Yo, try to sit still, Nicholas. Is, Nicholas, is he okay? Kyle? Yeah. He's – Yeah. Are you guys devastated? He's at the lacrosse house right now. I'm going to be going soon. So. Oh, boy. He's probably wondering nice. where I am. Oh, boy. He's Tell been, him you're he's on been, the quarterback factory well, show. He should be watching. Yeah, no, I'll have to get him on. He's been obviously pretty upset because the season ended. So. What was the final score? Yes. It was 15-11 to 11 we lost, but it was the – not that it made any better, but it was the number six team in the country. Mm, so, I mean, we were we were with him the whole time. We actually were beating him 4-1, to one, and then – I saw that. You guys were up 4-2 at the end of the yeah, first Yeah, we were quarter. up 4-2 at the end of the first. Oh, oh, and, uh, so, you guys pulled a Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh. Fourth quarter meltdown. Yeah, nah, it was tough. Sucks, Kyle, Kyle's still got – I mean, he's a fifth year now, obviously, but I personally think that he'll come back for a sixth year. That's my that's my yeah. early season prediction. Well, yeah, because he, he redshirted his freshman yeah. year and yeah. then lost last year's eligibility. Yeah, so. exactly. So he used this year because of his freshman year uh, injury. He broke his, like, tibia or fibia, and then yeah, he has that. another year because of COVID last year. So technically I have four more years because – Everyone in college got this year back, and then I lost my freshman year. So I'm technically a senior in high school right now, and I next year, even though I'm a junior, even though I'm a junior I have four more years to go. You're like Ben is, Simmons, is your, you're gonna be rookie of the year. Is that your pickup line to the chicks in college? Like, no, I'm technically a senior in high school, girl. Exactly, I'm a senior in high school. I think, I think I think Kyle will come back though. So he doesn't he doesn't know yet, but I'm sure he'll come back. So then there will be three finales. You guys have, know it yet. You and um you and Kyle have to sit down and watch uh National Lampoons Van Wilder because that's Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has Kyle taken off his uniform from last night or is he oh, still he, he, he was <laughs> he was he was upset. He's I still mean, walking I, around with his with his face paint on. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Kyle, I love it. Yeah, no. <laughs> you guys what's your call it's all man? Mess. Today you guys, huge, you guys had a huge season together, dude. I woke, I woke up, yeah. actually, this morning. It looked like he was part of the Legion of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> looked like William Wallace. Spikes on his he had the spikes pads. on and his shoulder pads on. <laughs> we, all, we all went to the spikes house last night, and I woke up this morning. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Kyle's probably better. I woke up this morning, like, at 11.30 in the morning to Kyle blaring music, just, like, super upset, just drinking a Corona. Oh. oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> so, but you know, it's all right, Kyle. It's yeah, all right. He's, Poor he's, fella. Doing well. he's doing well though. He'll be he'll be bad. I mean, I, I know yeah. when you guys after a Take loss, individual stats don't matter, but you guys like kick some major fucking ass this year. Kyle yeah, Kyle did very I'm proud of Kyle. He did very good. He had like yeah. the second highest yeah, uh shot good. percentage. He had like the second highest shot yeah. percentage in it, the nation. It, he actually yeah. had the because the person above him only played six games, but he actually had the best shooting percentage in the whole entire country out of D one, D two, and D three. So, Holy shit! But so he played. He played the most. I mean, 
the person I think that's my godson. Yeah, the person who had number one had like a 68% shooting percentage, but they only played six games. Kyle had a 67.8, and he was um, whatever you call it, and he played a full season, so he's technically number one. How many games in a season? Huh? How many games in a season? Uh, we went nine and five. So mm-hmm. what is that? Fourteen games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he played fourteen games and had a sixty-seven point eight shooting percentage. So that's yeah. the best in the country. I was listening to um, the one game broadcast, and uh, the away announcer was talking like the whoever was doing the broadcast. Yeah, he was like, "Oh," and he's like, "You know, there's uh, four more finales in the pipeline. So if any <laughs> uh, if any one of you guys are listening and you want to come here, we have a great program." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yep, Chris nice. will be next year. So. Yep. On stuff, man. Yeah, I got to um, out tomorrow. I'm still trying to figure out how to get my couch out of here. Maybe Kyle can like Salt break, and maybe Kyle can break his wrist or something, Salt get another year of eligibility, and then I, all four of you guys can play together with Frank with old Franco. I, I told Kyle he's this is like the last time like this is the only possibility that three finales can play on the field together. So he's gotta do it. He's gotta do it. Yeah, I that would be sick. Either I mean I get it. He's either gonna he's gonna be back regardless. He's either gonna coach next year or he's gonna play. But I think I think he'll play. He's not gonna. He's not. You're not gonna listen to him. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be a coach. He can't the coach other Finellis. It's impossible. Oh, <laughs> uh, but oh all right. Well, thank you guys for having me. I'm gonna go see what Kyle's up. Uh, thanks for coming hey, man, on, Nicholas. Congrats on a good year. Yeah, yeah man. Appreciate and it. Um, go take care of go uh, Browns, Captain Coach, Captain Coach Kyle. Yeah, go Browns. <laughs> yeah, go Steelers. Go Browns. All right, buddy. <laughs> Later, guys. See you. Later, Thanks man. for coming, Later. On, buddy. There he is, Mister Ricky, 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 Ridiculous Nicholas. <laughs> My nephew. What a guy. Johnny Lawrence from. Tell him to come back anytime. Just stop talking shit about the Steelers. He looks yes. like Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid and now Cobra Kai. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. All he needs is some. Yeah, he's got, he he's got a chin on him banquet. too, man. He's he got looks, like a Thanos jaw. Looks like Johnny Lawrence, acts like Spicoli, and he's <laughs> just yeah. a treasure. Yep. He is Cincinnati. <laughs> Nicholas found out about two years ago. I think it was two years ago that I'm his cousin. <laughs> he's like you, he's, I swear I to God he's like so you and Brendan are like as far he's like you and Brendan are like as far apart in ages like me and you and I'm like yeah and he was like but KK's my aunt and you're her son so wouldn't that make you my cousin and I'm like yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's funny yes. he's like but but like you're you're just as close in age to Brendan as you are to me and I'm like I, I know I'm aware. He's like that's that's how it works sometimes. Did he ever? Did he used to call you Uncle Sean? No, no. He's just he's just like ah oh, ah oh, wow, how crazy. My God, love. God him. bless my sister. What a kid. God bless a, my sister. That's all oh I gotta man, say. what a kid. So anyway, I got a C. Sean's got a C plus. Um, who wants to go next? Go. Whatever you got. Fire it up, fellas. I, uh, I don't know. It's always so hard to do these things just because 
I feel like you gotta. I mean, work. you don't have to like be like, oh, this is why and like spitting facts and this is yeah. why agenda. But like, you, like, you understood what I was saying, though. Like, dude, you like, better pretend that you did. Fix him. Now we got one starter. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's especially with the Howie Roseman draft. There's so many like ifs. Like, oh well, let me see what Landon Dickerson is gonna do because, you know, honestly, if if Smith proves to be a solid to you know very good starting wide receiver. And Dickerson stays healthy and ends up being a perfect Jason Kelsey replacement, or if he plays guard and is an all pro or something like that. Well, then you're talking two very good starters on one side of the ball. And then I'm probably going a B plus to an A minus because how often do you get two very good players in a draft? But having said that, I think you got to go C plus because of all those ifs. You know, you can't. Dickerson, like you said, I mean, I, I would have said the same thing. It's like a Sidney Jones lineman version. Like this is yeah. another Howie Roseman. Let me be. Try, let me try and be smarter than everyone else, and yeah. take a shot. It never works out for us. I hope it does, but it just never seems to work out for us. <laughs> take these injuries. It's gonna happen this time, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, unless this dude like drops like fifteen to twenty pounds and actually takes some pressure off of these freaking. <laughs> Joints and ligaments that he keeps popping. <laughs> dude, he blew out both his ankles and tore both ACLs and both knees. Yeah, like, like dude, get why don't you try and get down to like three ten or something, like three oh five or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just um, playing in the trenches, man. When you're like a when you're like Jason Kelsey is more about using his agility and yeah. his, and his his uh, his smarts. This dude's just like a raw nasty yeah. road grader. You're putting so much stress on your lower half, dude. Just mm-hmm. trying to bully guys off the line like that. I don't know if you guys saw Baldy or if you followed Baldy on uh, Instagram, but he had a oh, um, yeah, the Baldy breakdowns of him. Yeah, he had a clip of a couple of clips of Dickerson, and that's exactly what he was doing. Like it, it was funny. A couple of the clips, like he barely even moved. And he was just like throwing, throwing shoulders or throwing his arms, and dude, they were just fly, they were flying off the, the screen. You couldn't even see where they made. Um, they would just pancake people. He just lay on. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I mean, once we got to day three, like I didn't really know a lot of these guys. Um, you know, I heard this running back is okay. He seems pretty cocky. I like uh, Gabriel, man. I like him. Like, yeah, and. Um, his yeah. name is Gainwell. He did some big things at uh at Memphis, right? That Memphis he was at. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, um, he only played one year. He was only yeah. starter for one year. Yeah, and that's another thing about this draft. It's like you had a lot of guys that opted out this year, and I don't know. It's just I think the best I could do is C plus. You know, I don't know anything about the quarterback. I was watching some Milton Williams tape and I kind of agree with Sean with what Sean was saying, like nothing really stuck out. Like, and I don't know if it's because I read that article where people were comparing him his measurables to Aaron Donald and I expected to see more, but he just really didn't, nothing really jumped off the screen at me. Like he just kind of seemed like he was just there when a quarterback was scrambling and he got the sack and, you know, he just kind of was like right place, right time. Yeah, so, I don't know. You know, I'm hoping that the the top two picks hit, and if they do, then I'll probably be pretty happy. Yeah, no, I agree. But it's just man. frustrating that we just got to be like, well, it's it's a it's a, it's an if, and it's a, it's a ifs, wait and see, man. and it's 
And I and was hoping- there, there shouldn't be. And the frustrating part is because, I mean, obviously we all know there was legit blue chip talent sitting there at 37 that could have been a first day starter. I know we talked about Asante Samuel Jr. at corner and you know, linebackers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could have took the the D tackle from who's that Christian Barmore, Sean? Yep. Could have took taken him if you wanted, like a like a lineman guy. Could have taken him, like you know, Fletch. I'm not gonna lie, what Fletch got? What two, three years left? Maybe. Well, that was another thing that made me give a C plus is the fact that we gave up. We gave up. Our what? Our second, third round pick. Eighty-four, pick, yeah. Pick eighty-four to get up two spots. To me, like, I don't know. I would have been with having eleven picks. They had eleven picks that draft, right before they traded with Dallas. To me, I was all about yeah. like trying to get back into the second round, or even if you could, very late th- uh, first round again, right? Using like a lot of these picks yeah. or using something from the next year to get back oh, in and get um, a top. 64 or whatever be player, you know, get another second round pick or another first round pick. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the fact that they gave up that third just to move up two spots, um, I think kind of, kind of bummed me out as well, but C plus. What's like a kick in the dick. Sorry. Uh, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Kyle, our fellow, uh, draft Nick and Kyle gave him a B plus by the way. Yeah. I know well, because he he likes the upside of the guys, mm. and I totally understand that. I yeah. listen if Smith can gain some weight, if Dickerson can stay healthy, and Milton Williams can develop his technique, and we get some contributions from like you know guys like Gainwell, then yeah, this is a this is a solid B B plus draft. But it on paper right now it's not on, on paper right now it's not. I like a majority of the players we drafted. I just don't love the picks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just – I like the guys. I just think it was a poor allocation of, of resources from beginning to end, you know, and it's just a classic Howie Roseman type of draft. It's what we've come to expect. There's ifs up and down the board. If Devontae Smith can gain weight and learn how to get set and, you know, learn how to beat a pre- an NFL press, if Landon Dickerson can stay healthy, if Milton Williams can develop his technique, if that one year of Kenny Gainwell where he balled out at Memphis can translate into the NFL, you know, it's it's ifs across the board. If you get three, two to three starters and another one or two contributors from a draft, that's a good draft. Yeah. But are we going to – A better draft than we've ever had probably. You know, it's the it's last all time. We, and, it's all ifs and maybes, which is the most frustrating thing because you look at other teams of the way they did their draft. And I'm sorry, but Dallas drafted all six defensive players, and yeah. they're all going to contribute. They so saw you look what at that they needed, and, and they went. They addressed it. it all the way. And I know as much as you hate it, you know the Defonte Smith pick, Sean, but like other people were on board with it. It's almost like. Howie was like they they handcuffed Howie for the first round. I think I was saying that last week to maybe Dan or Blanco on the second day. I think it's almost like they handcuffed Howie and they were, they were like, "Okay, you're not allowed to make the first pick. We're, we're drafting a guy that's supposed to go in the top ten here that we need. It's like you're not gonna breach and you're not gonna do, like we're, we're this is you're 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 going in the closet for round one, Howie. 
and then it seems like he came been? after Frolic for the rest of the whole fucking day. See, that feels, yeah. weird. That feels stuff, more like stuff, how we fix than anything. I don't know, man. Like you have to assume that the the Bears they made. Well, that you were thing. out. You were out after pick eight. After I Horn know. went number well, eight, I knew how the board was going to fall. Soul left your body, and then Sertain <laughs> went, and you're just like, Whoa. I definitely got to cut some sound bites from that rant. As soon as Horn went at pick eight, I knew how the board was going to fall. I I already like I resigned yeah, you myself. Was, you were saying it like way before we were up. You were like, I just know it. We're going to draft Devonte Smith. I just know it. You were you were out already. You were gone by then. You were like fucked. So wait, Sean. If so, if you so okay. So we stayed. We stayed at twelve. I think we had this conversation before. We stayed at twelve. Okay, so Parsons goes to Dallas at ten. Devonte Smith goes to the Giants at eleven. You're sitting there at twelve. You're taking Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you would and you would have been satisfied with that. Rashawn Slater can play guard. Okay. Rashawn Slater has positional diversity and he has top end uh, potential at multiple positions. You're speaking my language right is now. Is Rashawn? You're is, taking is, all my notes. Lane and, and Brandon Brooks. Eighty-four pick to get back in the second or. And yeah, and that would leave us with an extra third rounder. And I mean, honestly, if you really want to think about it this way, you know, you never know exactly how a board is going to fall. But before we made that trade up, you have to assume that the Bears called us about trading up because they knew that the Cowboys and the Giants aren't going to take Justin Fields. So you have to yeah. assume that the, the Bears gave us a call and was like, hey, you know, this is we'll give you a first round pick to move up to 12. You guys slide back to 20. And then, I mean, if we're talking about a long-term build, which is why, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, that's why we didn't reach for a corner, whatever the case might be, then why wouldn't you go for, you know, take that, have four first-round picks next year, and then at pick 20, Rashad Bateman, uh, Greg Newsom, and a handful of other very good players were still on the board that we could have grabbed at positions of need. And it's... It's okay. like, dude, I just think it was a poor alloc. Like I said, I like the pick. I like the players. I just don't like the way we allocated the assets from top gotcha. to bottom. Gotcha. Right. Um, Danny and Blanco, <clears throat> grades. You want to go, Dan? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go. So I'm I'm on board with the C plus, B minus. Uh, okay. Starting, you know, with, with Smith, I mean, have, me and Brendan were excited that day. I mean, I think – I even yes. picked that. It was you guys both were genuinely excited. I think it was the right time. It's the right pick at the right time, and it just – I know, Sean, you think different about it, but I think it's – Fuck Sean. I mean um, – <laughs> Oh, wait, he's here. You know, according to A2D, fuck Sean. Yeah. I mean, it's it, – it's, I mean, it, it might guy? be rare, but there is – there was <laughs> players that were similar built that did succeed, I I might have been wrong with this. Was it Marvin Harrison? Might have been that same belt that I've seen. I might have yeah. seen that, but I could have been wrong on the name. It was one of the, one of the Marvin Harrison. That's who he's been yeah. compared to. Yeah. So he was, you know, his belt. So I mean, it's who knows? Uh, it's it's a waiting game. We'll see what happens. Um, my thought on Dickerson is like, I the injuries are are definitely out there for. That's all you hear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't speak for the ankles, but when people get, you know, surgeries and stuff like that, it makes um, apparently just, you know, quote me if I'm wrong, but 
the ACLs, if they, they get repaired, they get stronger. So he's going to have maybe a year to sit out, you know, get stronger. Uh, from what I heard, too, was, you know, pitchers do that. You know, they, they feel like, hey, my arm's blown out. It's time for me to get Tommy John, and it's going to make my arm stronger. That's just, you know, that if, you know, in the case we do get a good player, it'll probably be a definitely a B minus if he comes up and B's that player that, you know, besides injuries. So, uh, and then, you know, just same with, you know, Biggie, man. It was just like when we're going back, I didn't really knew too much, uh, you know, what is it, uh, Williams. I mean, things I've heard, I, I don't know, with like watching a little bit of tape, you know, like an old man in a can he get off the block? I don't know. So it's it's just a waiting game for that. So um, Gainwell, you know, he looks like he could be a potential player too. So after that, I don't know any like really any of the other players. So I can't really. Gainwell was which when I initially started doing it. Gainwell was my number three running back. I moved him down to number four just because I started watching more Javante Williams, and I was like, holy shit, this yeah. dude is amazing but i mean we got a in my opinion we got a top five running back i would have liked to see more of a power back in that slot but you know ramondre stevenson we got jordan howard what are you talking about yeah right i forgot we got jordan howard yeah i would have liked to see more of a traditional power back you know between the tackles type of guy but i get uh, again with the positional (laughs) diversity you know the dude's pretty much a receiver playing in the backfield he is an excellent route runner a good pass blocker he's got you know a lot of markers of a of a contributor so i really like that pick where we got him it's great value good good good, yeah i think i think williams just was like a just how we reached though i mean it's just that that's the only pick i might not like in this and that would and that's probably the pick they I totally disagree with in this in this draft. Uh, others, I I see potential, like you said, Sean. Uh, good thing is we do have tons of picks next year, so you know, we do. We do. see what we have this year, and we can go. Yeah, tons there, of picks so. to fuck up. <laughs> All right, so, well, yeah. We need Jalen Hurts to be the guy if we want to keep those picks. Though. Yeah, I know if you project fourth round comp pick from Jalen Mills. So I think we have two fives, two fours, three ones, a two yeah, and three. It's insane. So that's I mean, do you like all right, you you got the ammo, dude. It's it's time to hit on these fucking picks. You're, yeah. It's you know, you're you're not gonna hit on every pick. It's nearly impossible. The drafts that come around like um I think what was it? Was it two thousand and two? I think it was two thousand and two. We ended up getting like Vito, it never happened. Michael Lewis and Brian Westbrook all in one draft. Like that, those come around once. You know what I mean? That's once in a generation type shit. Yeah. So you don't yep. expect that, but we need to get at least two to three players. You know. The back end of the drafts. The, the the back end of the draft seems like they try to pick positions of need. Um, who was the guy that they tried to? He came in as a safety, but they. Had him has a oh, Stevens, Jacoby, Jacoby Stevens. He, he's definitely, he definitely profiles more as a traditional box safety. Um, so, I mean, there's really no such thing as a box safety anymore with the way the NFL plays the game, yeah. you know, with all the three wides and four wides uh, spread. So he's the sets. next white snake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, white lightning. Know. We can make him a linebacker or a safety. We got a black <laughs> snake. What color snake is he? But, <laughs> well, you're an eagle, man. We're pumped up. How do you feel? Maybe he's a green snake. Now we're 
So C plus for me right now. C, C plus. plus for you. I so, got a C. Mike, what did you say? C. I said C plus too. C plus. C plus. I just got straight C. What Sean, grade? You, you, you were a B minus, right, Sean? Uh, that was my like B minus was, was my optimistic. What's your B what's your actual grade? Player evaluation. C plus was my pick okay. evaluation. So you guys are all C plus, C plus, C plus, and C. Yeah. No wait, you said C minus, right, Biggie? I said C plus. C plus. Okay, so everybody C plus except for Brad. He's C. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna, you, go, I'm gonna go C plus plus because that's a programming language. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go next because C I'm last. plus. Plus, you know you don't speak plus, Spanish. Plus, I was just thinking about that. Plus, <laughs> plus, 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 plus. Blanco, you have to you have to uh, type out your uh, you have to type out your draft evaluation in binary code, I'm all not. ones and zeros. Well, you know one there's zero, only zero, there, one, zero, one. you know there's ten there's ten types of people in this world who understand binary, right? Ten. There's there's ten types of people in the world altogether. That's, I fucked up the joke, but there's ten types of people in this world: those who understand binary and those who don't. I think I get it because it's all ones and zeros. Well, oh, the the one and a zero actually translates to two. One zero in binary translates to two, so that's the joke. Oh. So that's, that's why it's my head's gonna explode. There's ten types yeah. of people in the world. I don't get it. <laughs> those who understand <laughs> binary and those who don't. <laughs> That's Blanco, no, you, you and your computer jokes. Yeah. Like, what a card. I speak what, a, machine, what a computer dad joke. Blanco. Computer dad joke. Oh my god. It's an old joke. I didn't make that up. That's it's an old joke. Old, old joke. Old nerd joke. It's, a yeah, crazy. it's an oldie but a goodie. All right, let me get to my draft grades. God, you know I put a lot of time and effort into this, guys, and you just we didn't draft my you know. We know you were devastated about that. We know you were devastated about Mac Jones. He was there. He was huh. there. He was right for the picking. Even if we stayed right at twelve, he was right there. We could have stayed at but six and had Mac Jones. He was. <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Now, but in all He's... seriousness, I do have a, I do have a little bit of a, 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 things I've been thinking out, thinking about the past week, and I have, I have a few ups, a few things I like, and I have a few more things that I don't like. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to give this draft a C. Obviously, I'm not thinking about future potential or anything like that. I'm thinking about it is for what it is, and I'm just going by the things I do like. And things I don't like, and I have more things that I don't like than I than things that I do like. And I'm not a fucking scout. I'll preface with that. I don't watch college football at all. And Sean absolutely has no idea what he's talking about. He should be a fan of a different team. Fuck him. <laughs> you know how many times I've been told that shit since last week? It's insane. <laughs> all right, so I'll talk about the things that I do like first, and um, one of the things I do like about, namely, the first round pick, the first number 10 pick of Devontae Smith. What I do like about that is that's, that's them pretty much staking their claim in Jalen Hurts. And I'm okay with that. I'm on board with that. You know, they've they kind of made this claim a while ago, but they never wanted to they never wanted to admit to it. They didn't want to say, oh yeah, he's absolutely our starting quarterback. But I think by start by drafting Devontae Smith at 10, I think I think it's there. There's no doubt Jalen Hurts is at least they're setting Jalen Hurts up for the best possible success he could have, and it's his 
It's his turn to fuck it up if he fucks it up or he yeah. takes it for success. So I like that. I do like that. Uh, that's his boy, Alabama boy. Um, and uh, Devontae Smith, I, I didn't watch any of his tape or anything. I just read a few things about him. And one of the things I read about him that I like is that he's been dealing with the whole size thing his entire life. Obviously never at the NFL level. But, you know, it's always been about his size. It's always been about his size. Alabama, they wanted to put weight on him, but it just doesn't happen. But he's still tough as shit. And he even played he even played cornerback uh, and, and went out there and did well. So... Maybe, you know, the, all the slander about his size, maybe that works to his advantage, like in a kind of Sproles effect, has a Sproles effect on him, and that would be fucking great. But that's speaking about possibilities. I don't want to speak about possibilities. Obviously, he has upside. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been picked at number 10. Uh, everybody in the NFL draft has upside. Everybody in the NFL draft, even the UDFAs, were the best players in their entire region. So, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean shit right now anymore at all from this moment forward. So, but we'll see. You gotta, you gotta add another quarterback to the quarterback factory. We we signed yeah. an undrafted free agent quarterback. I um, do like that. That is we, also that is also a lot. Heard good things about that dude. We signed also Jamie like. Newman. Jamie Newman. If you can uh, go back in the quarterback factory show blog, big board, my first big board of the That's season. Right. Jamie Newman was ranked as my sixth overall quarterback, I believe. Hey. Once we get to like OTAs and like wow. training camp and shit, and people are starting to see these dudes do things, we got to bring that back up. We got to bring that that, uh, that scout high, that scout profile that you made and bring it up. Like, hey, this is what Corbett Factory shows. Oh, Sean said about him a long time ago before he was an Eagle. So here we go. We believe in that guy. Uh, another thing I like, obviously, that everyone likes is the running back. It's probably the best pick in the whole draft as far as a pick is concerned. Um, I'm always down for a running back. Uh, and what was he? Fifth round. Yeah, fifth round. I, I I do still have faith in the Eagles' ability to find a running back at that level, you know, or or whatever. Westbrook wasn't he a late round? Westbrook was was a late round. Uh, he was a third. Draft. He was a third. Third. Okay. That's not yeah. as yeah. late as that. But anyway, I digress. So that's pretty much all the things I like about it. And then the things that I don't like about it, I have a little list here, a little laundry list here. So. Uh, if we really wanted wide receiver, we could have had a better wide receiver at six. There's two wide receivers that went before Devontae Smith. We could have stayed at six and got either one of those guys. Uh, I think, right? Because both of them went after six, right? Well, no, Jamar Chase went five. Okay, so we could, had, we could have had the other guy. We could have had one Waddle. of the guys. Waddle. That, yeah, Waddle. Was, is we Waddle better than Jalen? Hey, his name is Jalen. We should have had him. I don't understand why we didn't draft him. Mm. All right. Second, this is this one's even more of a bold point for me. That that was kind of like, yeah, you know, if we really wanted the wide receiver, we could have got a better wide receiver six, blah, blah, blah. Uh, who we really could have had at six, who I really liked, is Lyman, Penny Sewell. I would have loved to grab Penny Sewell at six. I didn't even think he was going to be available at six. And I was even saying this during the show, like, oh, shit, Penny Sewell is available at six. That's, like, the main angry point I have about this is that we could have had Penny Sewell. And I think we need a lineman, not a center. I think we need uh, another lineman. We go into every year, uh, yeah, if Lane stays healthy, we're good. If Brandon Brooks comes back and stays healthy, we're good. If – if uh, whoever, this everything – the entire line is on such a fucking thread – I would yeah. have loved to have a, a first-round, blue-collar, tough motherfucking lineman tackle. And Fact. I would have loved to have that. Uh, which brings me to my very next point. We traded back to 12. We could have stayed at 12 and had Slater. 
Sean, you were just saying that this dude is versatile. He can play, he can play tackle or guard. That sounds fucking great to me. Stayed at 12. We could have stayed at 12, got Slater, and still had that extra third round pick and, and had another extra, to fuck extra th- an extra third round pick. Sounds to reach great. on an injured player. Yeah. You know, two third round picks on top of everything we just we have already. An extra third round pick on top of everything we have now sounds like something we could have used. And instead we traded it away to jump up two spots to screw the Giants over for Devontae Smith. And while I hope that works out for us, I just feel like I feel like getting one of those linemen, either at six or at twelve, I think would have been a better better deal instead of doing another trade. Yeah, but was was the was the and that's it. Giants that's it. I'm done. fans was the Giants fans reactions worth it? Because yes. I enjoyed that. That was nuts. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a nice little caveat. I should have added that into the like column. That was absolutely that's absolutely a positive. He's like, wait a minute, what the hell? Eagles are on the clock. <laughs> oh God, they're 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 taking Smith. Don't take Smith. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, awesome. That's definitely a plus. That, that gave me a little strength going, waking up the next day. But he's sitting there I, clutching the football. Yeah. He's like, just pass on. He's like, he's like, at least pass on him so we can pass on him. There's, <laughs> there's so nothing my grade, more my grade is a C minus. C. Oh, I was gonna say, holy shit, Blanco! That's no, so I'll be, I'll be, I'll be the lowest grade of all of us, and it, I'll say C minus. Uh, We're all in the same range, though. You know, we yeah. all kind of feel the same way about it. It's like I don't yeah, want to give think- it a D. It's because we're smart. I thought about a D plus. I thought about a D plus, but I'm like, I don't, I don't think it warrants a D plus. No, because there's, we, there's definitely upside. Guys. Yeah, there's definitely upside. So, but, but there's, there's just some things I just didn't like about it, and I uh, C minus. I mean, even me as somebody who's not a huge fan of Devontae Smith, I understand that he does have game-breaking uh, ability. He is yeah. a, a playmaker. If, if, I he mean, that's stretch. really the he word. Stretch for a you go. It's the if, yeah. you know, it's the if factor. And it's like, all right, I, I elaborated on this in my little spat with the dude last night. It's like, you know, all right, he never really had the – he was quicker than – pretty much everybody that he came up against while he's not like a sub four, four burner run down the field. And you know what I mean? Type of Tyreek Hill. He's very agile, but maybe he played two or three pro starting level NFL corners in his college career. What's going to happen? You know, when you have like a, a guy like a, like a, like a Trey white, when you have a guy like a Marlon Humphrey, like a Jalen Ramsey that can stay with you and they're so much stronger than you. Are you going to be able to make that contested catch? Are you going to be able to break free from the from the press? Or how effective are you going to be in the red zone at that you know that small? If I take away your agility with a bracket, I put an athletic linebacker underneath with a a corner over the top, and you don't have space. How are what are you going to do for us? You know, and it's like when you pick a guy in the top ten, I need somebody out there that I know that could possibly contribute every single down, no matter where we are on the field in any situation. And, you know, with the Rashawn Slater pick, it's like if Jalen Hurts is the guy going forward, you know, say he capitalizes on some potential or if he's not and we have to come back next year and draft a quarterback and address the quarter or trade for a quarterback, you know, with Deshaun Watson stuff, whatever. But a quarterback's best friend is an offensive line. And if you were to get Rashawn Slater and add that to Jack Driscoll and Jordan Mailata, you have three young pieces moving forward 
that are, mm. I mean, and say Amalu, yeah. you know, solid and serviceable. Yeah. You have four of your five pieces on an offensive line that you can play with for the next five years. My graph grade would well, go from I a mean, C minus to an A minus if that <laughs> yeah. was the case. Well, shoulda, coulda, woulda, and now we just have to really just all focus on the hopefulness that yeah. Dickerson pans out and Absolutely. beats the player or becomes the player that we all hope he can be. So, oh, wait, really real, real quick, him, real quick, real quick before we sign off here. Um, the other Giants video of the dude punching the wall. Oh, that's great. Was fucking just two quick holes in the drywall. Like, bro, what? You got to pass Get upstairs. She, Get upstairs. She, she, she wanted to sock him. the shit out of him. Are you serious? She sent him to his room. I think what we should do right now though is I think we need to read off one of those comments of uh, the, the people's that that uh talk shit to Sean you can I'm Bro. going to bed hold on Mike's got a point the Nets Drop. lost again just want to they out. did they lost again who wow. nice. Nets. So we're two Nets. games up right yeah Kyrie so had three yeah. games and we first place, right? You know what? It makes that four-game losing streak such a kick in the dick because if we would have won even one of those games, we could have the one seed locked up on the on Friday, and then we could yep. rest our guys until the playoffs. Well, I think you know I mean? yeah. it didn't matter as far as the magic number because I, apparently the still Bucks need to win for it. But it helps that they lose. Uh and the Bucks had the tiebreaker over us, I think, too. Yeah, still helps. Yeah, but uh, one thing I one thing I was like, oh, you know, I gave had some hope is how he loves the workout warrior guys. He loves the dudes that perform great at the combine. And I was like, all right, no combine this year. You know, maybe we'll just go with what you see on film. The best player available on film, not who runs the fastest forty yard dash in their underwear or bench presses five hundred and eighty fucking pounds. And it's like Milton Williams is the perfect example of that. He went to a smaller school. He wasn't playing in the SEC, playing up against uh, pro-level offensive lines. He played for fucking Louisiana Tech. And if you're not – you can tell me all you want about your athletic measurables, but if you're not dominating at a school like that, you're not worth a top 100 pick to me. Your your potential is makes me want to fucking sell. Well, that's that's Howie. That's Howie being – Howie. I think yeah. we can all agree on that. And it has always been and it's never going to change. So we just gotta sit here and take it up the tailpipe. <laughs> Alright. I don't know about y'all, but I gotta be up early tomorrow. So, short so. I don't know if you want to sign off. If you want to stay on. No! I personally am out of here. I'll, take I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Make sure you <laughs> cough and Turn your head to the right. <laughs> why, why is he have to go from this baby? He's got to get his haircut. <laughs> and they're, they're only open at like 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. They open up at that early, so he has to go. Yeah, so I want to do a real quick um, spoken word, if you will. Oh, man, slam. Do you have to do it slam? Oh, real quick. Uh, Columbo, you know, yeah. do you know Mikey Greco? Mike Greco, from uh, he was friends with uh, Pace, Rich Pace, or is friends with Rich Pace from the from Mayfair. 
You know Rich Pace, right? Eric is Yeah, brother. I remember Pace, yeah. yeah. You remember? I think they lived on the same street, Mikey Greco, and I think I forget his sister's name. But uh, uh, I just took a shot. He's at, he's my UPS driver now. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was like, I, I, I know a- Greco's. I know Dan Greco. I know Megan Greco. I know Geico. <laughs> UPS driver comes walking up my driveway with a mask on, and he's like, "My guy!" And I, he has a mask on, so I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> oh, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's Greco!" I wasn't sure if he knew him from from the was neighborhood. He, was he one of the dudes I was talking shit in ATD radio? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. Shout out to one of our newest uh, follower fans, uh, Cowboy Chris, works for UPS. Cowboy Chris, what a name! Cowboy Chris, sounds cowboy like cowboy spelled with a K. Chris spelled with a K. <laughs> K R S for kids. <laughs> All right, I got I got to read a little poem for read, you guys. Yeah, read read the poem. Read a little poem for you guys. All right, this is not my. These are not my written words. I am just gonna speak them. <clears throat> What a clueless Eagles fan. I'm sorry. That dude knows nothing about football. Does he even watch football? Any Eagles fan not happy with Devontae Smith pick needs to seriously get a clue. Signed, Chris L. Coleman in the A2D Radio Real Sports Talk group. We're not afraid to we're not afraid to show A2D Radio's name on our own podcast. We're not gonna delete this. We starting a podcast beef. Oh, I'll yeah, beef. right. <laughs> I'll beef. I will mother mother. I will I will DDoS their whole system. DDoS. It's gonna, it's gonna be like the end of Anchorman. <laughs> now you're in dead place. No judging of the hair face, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Oh that sucks that they took the video down, man. That, the, there were some gold comments, and I didn't even get to join the group yet. I wanted, I was yeah. gonna join in and well, just, Sean, I was gonna join in and leave me, a popcorn gif. Me and Bl- me and Blanca were talking about how like we were gonna like they were saying like you need to become a fan of another team. Like we were oh, getting yeah. on them hardcore. Like, like dude, what? Like, yeah, they're, did the Super Bowl dude, make man, us they're the same. They're the same people that if if you di- if you disagree on politics, they'll tell you to move out of the country. Yeah, absolutely. The same, the same people. They think I because you just have a different people. point of view, yep. you don't, you know, your point of view of the team, you, you know, should leave. You should not Bro. be a fan of the team anymore just because your point of view is different. I ran into crazy. them. I ran into them comment sections like fucking Jon Snow at the Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> Yo, you did. Like, <laughs> you did. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I was ready. I, I was just like, I was Except there you didn't have like, to die and come back alive. Yeah. You survived. I did die. You I might did have murdered a lot Thursday of night. I died last a week ago today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you died that day and came back to life and then murdered a whole bunch of those fucking absolutely assholes. Like I said, like I said, Palumbo one A two D fans zero. Was that the guy that the the screenshot I sent you of the conversation? Yeah, that's all I have is the screenshots you sent. Oh my god, dude! I there was a there was more to that. I didn't get a chance to screenshot it because I was like, yeah. "Fuck this guy, I'm going to bed." Yeah. But he, I gave him, you know, my whole nine and ten as to why I thought 
Devontae Smith was might not be a great pick, and then he's just put up a graphic of his senior year stats, and I'm like, yeah. all right, dude, <laughs> how about the hundred other college football fucking receivers that were phenoms that got picked in the top ten that didn't amount to fucking dog shit? Yeah. yeah. And go through the fucking list, but that's neither here nor there. He's on the team. I want him to do well, regardless of how I feel about the pick or feel about his upside or feel about Howie Roseman. I want him to do well. You know, I just think that there's too many ifs. Thing on there, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) That was Nicholas. (laughs) Yeah, man. I think Blanco, you made a good point, man. I think like they, you know, quarterback factory for Jalen. It was a good pick for Jalen at this time. Uh, I didn't even think about it like that, but they could have moved up too if they really wanted to give something because they really need to see if he's our quarterback hmm. for the future. And like, I mean, the way I think, I like, think... what if, like, uh, you guys were saying, uh, what if I think Sean or Bren, I might have been Sean that was saying it. What if Jalen doesn't pan out as the quarterback? What does that make for? What does that make for Devontae Smith, who's literally Jalen's boy? Yeah. I mean, Jaylen. obviously, Jaylen, uh, uh, Devontae Smith's got to, you know, be loyal to his paycheck, of course. But, I mean, I wonder, I'm Dickerson just saying that's his boy. Too. Was Dickerson you know? on the field, you think, at the time of them three? Or only field together? Who? Was Dickerson on the field with them two? I, honestly, that's bad. I don't want to see Dickerson this year. No, no, it, I'm it, talking about in Alabama. Was, oh, was yeah, they all play yeah, yeah, at yeah. the same time, you think? Yeah, I, they all played at the same time. Considering his injuries, I didn't know if he was on the field yeah, with, with them too. Become uh, follow Baldinger and go to the, one of his last couple posts. He breaks down a couple of Alabama films on, on the one post, and it's one play where. So Smith Dickerson's kept, Alabama. The center is Alabama too. Yeah, I don't even know that. But on the same play, he goes to Dickerson blocking, and it's one of the blocks where he just fucking throws the dude out of. The, is that the dude? The, is that the dude I saw the video where he he was injured and they, they the whole team loved him, so they went out for the last play of the season yeah. or some shit. That yeah. dude? That's yeah. one thing. He was the captain for the Quintos in the national championship game this year. Well, he better be fucking Kelsey two point or I don't want him. He's a completely different player than Kelsey. Kelsey's a, a, a super freak athlete. This dude's just like a pure mauler. I think yeah. he'll be better off at guard than um, than, than a center person. That, that would make me happy. That would make me happier. I mean, I, I don't know how much longer Kelsey has. Yeah, he's massive. I mean, he's like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. He's much bigger than Kelsey. There's a lot of technical shit that I could break down as to why he wouldn't be great for center in general, you know, center is a, a position, so to speak. Yeah. When you're yeah, you, center, can you're, you can block one of like four guys at any given time. Um, you know, obviously there's plays where guards pull and, you know, and then like sweeps and dives and shit like that. But for the most part, uh, a guard's just going to line up in front of his guy and maul him and try to get to the second level. A center, you know, you're as your center, you can either go, you know, you might have to go with one of the two D tackles. You have to worry about uh, uh, both A gaps when it comes to a linebacker or multiple linebackers that could be blitzing through the A gap uh, or even a safety, you know, depending on, on what it is. Um, and then Too second, bad they can't practice against real linebackers. <laughs> you're the last one to get your ball, the, your balls. You're the last one to get the ball out of. You're the last one to get into your block. Hang on there, Bob. <laughs> get into your block you know as a center you have to snap the ball first um 
So that automatically is going to just put a little bit more of a strain on your body. You know, you're not getting as much chance to brace for impact, so to speak. And you need a little bit, you need to be a little bit quicker on your first step. So given his, given his injury status, is he ready to play year one in the NFL or is he, or is he a, uh, he's, no, he's... he'll be a red shirt. He'll be a red shirt. Okay. I mean, even if. So we... he's a, he's a, um, what you call it. He's the same as, uh, the cornerback, um, City we... Jones. Yeah. yeah he's Maybe... a City Jones pick. I think he tore it end of December, so he might be ready for, like, late season, like week 13, week 14. But, I mean, honestly, if we're at a point where we need to play him, that means Brooks is probably hurt. I was about to say that. I hope he's ready to get thrown into the fire because Brooks is probably going to get hurt preseason just like last year. I imagine that, you know – uh, Jack Driscoll or Nate Herbig would even take that spot before him just not to risk the investment. So uh, I don't think we see him this year. Um, Milton Williams, it depends on, you know, one thing I have a little hope for with Milton Williams is that BG and Fletcher, two of the best in the business. Yeah. Um, Consummate professionals, smart football players. They know the game. They've been around the team. They've been through three different regimes, four different regimes now with Sirianni. um, And they've just excelled throughout it all. So basically their team at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, you would like to see, you know, them guys kind of take him under his wing because he's so raw, dude. If you watch, I mean, he got by on his speed and his power more so than anything else. Uh, doesn't have great hands, doesn't have the – the. you would think for someone as agile and quick as he is, he would have, like, top-tier footwork, um, and it's not really there. He gets a little lazy, you know, as a, as a lineman, as a pass rusher in general, you're supposed to – engage drive and chop you want them you want to engage get you in the shoulder pads if you're if you have the inside leverage then it's a win you drive dip your head dip your hips drive and then chop your feet and just push 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 especially from an interior pass rush um and you didn't see a lot of that when he wasn't the one to get inside leverage, he doesn't have a like a move to go to. You know, you see some of these guys; they have like the the, the club and swim, they have spin moves, um, whatever the case might be. And he doesn't really have anything like that. Super raw, dude. Super raw. I think our best talent to ratio pick was Kenny Gainwell, and yeah. that's sad, man. That that the fifth round pick is our best talent to value ratio type of guy. Yeah. And he's going to be in, in his bet. His best case scenario is going to be number two running back to to um, Miles. And he's pretty and, similar to Miles. He's a better receiver, but um, he's not as he doesn't have the same type of vision as Miles. You know, Miles can can put his foot in the dirt, cut, yeah. find a hole that wasn't there half a second ago, and yeah. Miles on. is a home run hitter. He's like he's like Bryce Harper of running backs. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Almost like kind of like a shady, except for shady can just like make shit happen with that. Oh, yeah. with that shifting. Shady was just a different animal. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the the home run ability is is kind of like shady, except yeah. except he's more of like a like you said a nose to the ground and he finds it and he's gone. Where shady's yep. like, oh shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Miles is like a like a, <laughs> a one. He's a one cut type of dude. Yeah. He's gonna find the hole, burst through it. And either get you, you know, yeah. three or four yards, or, or fumble you know, it, or a seventy-five seven. yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, or fumble it away. Yeah, or fumble it away. 
Which is but, he, yeah, but he's a lot. He's been a liability though. Yeah, I, I hope yeah, I hope his fumbling he issues is fixed. Yeah, because his, his fumbling and his injuries. Yeah, yeah his, his fumbling, fumbling and his injuries, injuries last year. Oh, not even injury, like his fatigue. The fatigue yeah. was that was that really him or was that the coaching decisions? Like that worries me too. You're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a lot of dual back sets, which is another reason I'm like fuck, man, with this Devonte Smith pick because. If we're seeing a lot, if we're seeing a um, a run heavy, screen heavy, swing like swing passes to the running back, check down type of, of offense, which we saw a lot of in 2017, which is what made us so effective with those uh, those splash plays, those big you know 40, 50 yard plays, is because the defense had to respect everything underneath. You know, we had a steady run game. We were effective in the screen game. Our running backs, you know, Legarrette Blunt wasn't the best at it. But, you know, our, our running backs as a whole were pretty effective at catching the ball and picking up some yards on those screens and swing passes and wheel routes. And that opened everything up over the top. Now, if Devontae Smith is on the outside, the run's not going that direction. He's he's a complete liability. He's going to get blown the fuck off the ball. If a screen pass, you know, if a, if a defense is feeling a screen coming on, they already know it ain't going to that side, so they're going to shade everything over to the other side. You know, it's the, the little nuances of the game. When you think about a receiver, you don't think about run blocking and short yardage situations where he's going to have to put a, a hands on the man. Riley but, Cooper. Yeah, but that's an important part of that's an important part of of being a, a wide receiver is your yeah. ability to just you don't have to. Hey ball. man, sometimes a quarterback has to step out there and block Carson Wentz. Yeah, right. <laughs> You don't have to be fucking Heinz Ward. You don't have to be just wrecking people. You don't have to be Steve Smith, but you just have, have to be effective. To be just to effective yeah, yeah. for like a just second or two. Take front of your guy for a few seconds. Yeah. Seal the edge. That's it. But I don't know if he can do that. I, I just imagine I can literally like in my head, I can see like a run to the outside with Miles Sanders, and we're gonna be playing. Uh, I don't fucking know a team with a bigger, longer, stronger cornerback, and Devontae Smith is going to get taken for a ride directly <laughs> into Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders fumbles the fucking ball, scoop score. We're already down six nothing. Oh, like I can man. feel it in my bones. I can feel it in my plums. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna have to scheme around them, and same thing with the red zone, which mm. is all reasons why I'm coming back to Devontae Smith could be very good, but he could also be very limited in what he can do for us, which you don't want in the top ten pick. That's a huge investment. I can only hope that they are, as you, as we all know, this is a rebuild year. This is not a year where we're competing for anything, or should we shouldn't be at least. So you're uh, saying you're saying Waddle and. Uh... Chase was able to do that. Oh well, Chase, dude. Chase is a dog. Chase is a dog, man. He's very, very strong. He's like Chase is the complete package. Um, Jalen Waddle isn't as effective, but he's longer and stronger and faster. So you're gonna have to respect him a little bit more when it comes to to that deep ball threat. The corner isn't gonna have to play as tight on him. And then secondly, oh, you know, he's got long arms. So you, when you have long, a long, sturdy frame, all you got to do is get your hands on the corner for, you know, two or three seconds. That's it. And Devontae Smith has long arms, but they're twigs. So yeah, I think like it's just making around like he played like he played against trash. That's what it seems like. Not saying it's maybe how everyone feels, but. Like this dude, the, he he just he wasn't just some scrub that yeah. 
he, yeah. he put up yards and he put up numbers like but we're, why are we we're, I know we're hating him on his on on uh on his size and stuff like that. It's just like he couldn't have played like you're acting like he was playing like you know that not top TV. top talent in the in the in the league. I think someone just talking about our packages when we're doing those dual. No, 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 no. That. I'm just saying like, how do we know that he wasn't doing this against good talent? Right? I know he didn't he go up against Horn and stuff like that. He played. He went up against Horn. Uh, he didn't go up against them last year. They didn't play South Carolina, but he went up against them the year before. But this is the whole thing: is that they only matched up four or five times because J.C. Horn was South Carolina's top corner. He was on Jerry Judy. You know what I mean? He was on yeah. Jerry Judy, and um, with Devontae Smith and Henry Ruggs and Jalen Waddle. You know, Devontae Smith was the fourth receiver last year on Alabama. So he wasn't exactly getting – not last year, two years ago. So he wasn't exactly getting primo matchups all year. Um, and then, you know, just look at the way the board fell. There was only two corners drafted from the SEC in the top two rounds, and one of them played on his team. So – and he didn't play against them. So it's really hard to say, listen, dude, he fucking balled out. I cannot deny that he absolutely balled out this year. You know, the stats show it. Yeah, He had a historic season. But, you know, so did Braylon Edwards, so did Sidney Rice, so did Charles Rogers, and they all played in the Big Ten and the SEC, you know, which are consistently the two best Power Five conferences in college football. So, it's like stats are a very small part of the picture. Intangibles and measurables are more of an indicator of how you're going to translate to the next level than stats. It helps. It's definitely, you know, it helps to see, but there's a lot of other little things that go into it. I'm, I'm hoping that they're, they have their eyes on next year already. And I'm hoping yeah. that they're trying to make I do. a two draft, <laughs> a two year draft completion. You know what I mean? Make this year and next year's draft more of a complete story. And I'm hoping that comes to fruition. I'm already. 100%. I'm already on mock draft season for 2022. I'm Big already- board 2022 coming to QBF soon. Yeah, I saw an article. I didn't get a chance to read it. I just saw the headline um, talking about there are apparently way more and better corners out there next year than there were yeah, this yeah. year. I don't know if the top end talent is where like Horn and Sertan uh, Horn and Sertan are both like they both have like superstar potential, um, but the drop off after Horn is pretty, or in my opinion, the drop off after Horn was pretty steep. Um, going from you know Horn to that second tier of like Greg Newsom and Asante Samuel Jr. and Aaron Robinson yeah. and such. Uh, but this coming year, there's like probably four or five corners that could potentially go in the first round, and uh, Derek Stingley keep keep a, an eye on him. He's a cornerback from LSU. Dude's a fucking baller, uh, a baller, baller, probably going to be a top 10 pick. Um, so let's hope that Jalen Hurts shows us something so we can allocate those picks on, you know, getting a corner, maybe another offensive lineman and uh, a true edge rusher. That would be ideal. You know, if Devontae Smith shows us something and Jalen Hurts shows us something and we can spend those three first rounders on corner, offensive line and edge rusher, then 
you know, we'll be in good shape. But if Jalen Hurts looks more like the last three games of the season, Jalen Hurts, as opposed to his first two games of the season, then we're probably going to have to use those picks to, to, to draft a quarterback. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. That, that would definitely suck. It's just like the worst – I think the worst route that – that something that can happen yep. is that if he doesn't pan out because it's a waste of picks, man. Well, the good we got a comment, is- y'all. We got a comment. Uh-oh. What's up? Uh-oh. BKC09. <laughs> Go to sleep. He says, schedule release is May 12th. We can discuss that next week. Sorry for the early Christian bail. I have to turn my head and cough tomorrow. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good, dude. I'm about to bail in a minute, too. But, yeah, yeah we got done. We're fucked if Jalen Hurts – I mean, eh, kind of fucked. If Jalen Hurts doesn't pan out, if Jalen Hurts shits the bed and plays like he did the last couple games of the season, then – which that's a whole other conversation with Jalen It's a good thing we have those picks, I guess, right? Yeah. We could, it, I mean, we could be, be in a situation where Jalen Hurts sucks. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, and our, I mean, our natural pick could end up being top three or top five. So yeah. if that's the case, there's – two to three really good quarterbacks coming out next year. So we could possibly, you know, grab that that quarterback in the top five, top three, and then, you know, use those other two first-rounders to to go get that dude's Dingley, two top ten picks. I mean, you never know how the board is going to fall. You never know what's going to happen. There's a whole season of college football to be played, but worst-case scenario would be Jalen Hurts shit in the bed. I the think – I think this this was a draft. This, this is really – I get we had to hit on this. I think next year is – you have to. You have to hit it, yeah. Like, this one didn't seem like that. I'm, like you said, I think we're glad. I, I, we, the picks that we got, I guess time will tell. But you have three first-rounders next year. You, you got to. If not, what we've been preaching all along, how we needs to fucking go because rebuild – I mean, we're starting to rebuild now. They need to start it, which, I mean, we wish some things went differently with the O-line picks and stuff like that, but that's how I see it, man. When If if we don't start doing it next year, then you're looking at a longer rebuild. Next year, you need maybe next year and the year after. If you want to get this team right back you know, on that horse to the Super Bowl, you need to – Need to hit it, hit it next year. So yeah, we need I some, think, we need um, some by the way, next year. We were talking about it. I don't know if I was talking about it with you guys or if I was talking about it with Kyle, but um, I was surprised that Ertz didn't get moved. And then um, I was looking into it a little bit more. I believe that if we trade him after June first, we can spread his cap hit out. Uh, a little bit more so that gives us a little more flexibility to possibly sign uh you know bring in like a like a veteran cornerback to start so because lord knows we need one zach mcpherson is not going to be the guy to start on the outside avante maddox should not be the guy to start on the outside but yeah i think uh that's what's going to happen so we'll probably end up with another mid-round pick for Ertz. Lord willing, we trade Dillard so fucking Howie doesn't get any ideas to shove him into the lineup and left tackle and let my lotter ride the pine, even though he played kick-ass football last year. Um, yeah, and don't be surprised if, honestly, don't be surprised if Darius Slay gets moved. Don't be shocked. I, thought, I honestly thought he would get moved. Yeah. Or Brandon, Brandon Cooks. 
Brandon Brooks might get moved. It's with just when you're looking at these guys' cap hits and the fact that we're, you know, outside of Dillard, Ertz, Brandon Brooks, and Darius Lay can all still contribute to a team somewhere else. And the money they're owed, we can still get value for them. And for a team that's doing a full-scale rebuild from the top down, what's the point of having three expensive veteran? Yeah, and you could you could start to put uh, Cox and Brandon Graham are starting to get to that point too. Not saying that it's like soon. I would love to see them both retire as Eagles, but I mean, you know, yeah, the. The future, bro. It's, we got to look to the future. Exactly. By the exactly. time we're good enough to really compete for anything, to, to make noise in the playoffs, those guys ain't going to have it no more. Yeah. And honestly, with Brandon Brooks, if, if someone offered me a third, definitely if they offered me a second, I would I would trade them. I agree. I agree. And it's the same thing with Eric. If, if somebody's coming to us with a with a third or a fourth round pick for Ertz or Slay or a second or a third for Brooks or a fourth or a fifth for Dillard, I'll take a fucking fifth round pick and a and a project player for Andre Dillard at this point. I, I see what the thing is too is the death chart that they recently recently released. It's like it looks good on paper, but it's like uh, they always do. They always got it. You have to account for at least three or four injuries that are yeah. back. You know, you got to account for at least two to three of these older guys having a performance fall off. And then you got to, and then, you know, you're hoping that these young guys, you know, these first, second year players are going to improve. And that, that's, again, more ifs. That's if is. Yeah. Like the, so then the draft picks that they did make this year might come out to be in something good because we do have an injury at that one position that, and, yeah. you, and you get to see what they are, you know, what they could do. I personally would rather see what these guys got. I would rather, you know, if you're going to rebuild, fucking rebuild. Strip this fucking team down. And, you know, Lane, I get keeping him around. Tackles have a long shelf life. He's 30. You know, tackles can play at a high level until they're 34, 35 years old. I get it. But outside of of Lane and I would keep Fletch and BG just because you know this is their team this is like Lane Fletch and BG this is that this is their team they're the elder statesmen here Kelsey's going to retire at the end of this year yeah. so I would like to keep those guys around just to help bring these young cats along but everybody else you're expendable dude and if we're going to get a, a decent return on a draft pick for you and cut your salary and add to the cap pool next year yeah so it'll suck, but you know, there's a lot of guys that we have that emotional attachment that we never really had before because these guys helped us win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, not slay so much, but you know, the Brandon Brooks and that's true. But it is what it is, man. It's a business. Ertz and Brooks, I love them both. Thank you for being a part of you know the second greatest day of my entire life. Mm-hmm. But sorry, guys. Peace. <laughs> and on that note, peace. We out. We out. Excellent show, fellas. Yeah, yeah. Peace, peace.